Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode on Beyond the Bikini Radio, and today we're going to be talking about all things food relationships when you are stuck at home. So I know that majority of people are under lockdown right now, and they are surrounded by food all day long, and this is really a hard time for them. And one thing a lot of people aren't talking about is people's relationship with food, and I'm sure a lot of you are probably experiencing quite a bit of anxiety. Um, Maybe you feel a little bit lost with your meal planning or you're having a hard time tracking your macros or hitting your protocol. So I'm going to go into a couple of my tips when structuring your meal times throughout the day. If you are stuck at home, um, honestly, I've been working from home for two years now and it was a challenge when I first started and mostly because I get really engulfed in my work and can go long periods of time without eating and I found that this led me to overeat at night. So I would maybe have one meal and then I would go throughout my entire work day and then it would be nine o'clock and I realized that I've only had 400 calories for the day. Now guys, don't don't do that, okay? Um, That set me up for some really bad binge behavior because I was so deprived and Honestly, the reason why that was happening to me was because of poor planning. So the first thing you need to do with your schedule at home is to create meal times, okay? Create times when you are having your breakfast, having your lunch, having your dinner, and even having snacks. And honestly, I'm not a huge advocate for snacks um, because you could you know, snack on a banana, but that's not going to satiate you at all. So I would rather you look at your day as a bunch of mini meals. So that could be anywhere between you know, three to 500 calories, even slightly more depending on where your macros are at. But you want to split that up evenly throughout the day. Now, if you don't know how often to eat, usually between three-hour gaps is a normal time. So let's say you eat breakfast at 9.30, you would want to eat your lunch at 12.30, and then you'd want to eat maybe like, um, I don't know, pre-dinner, like a smaller meal at 3.30, have your dinner at 6.30, and then you could have something smaller before bed. It doesn't necessarily matter what time you end your day with eating. It's more so about how you feel. So if you eat super late at night, you might find that you weigh in a little bit heavier in the morning and that can just be digestion going on where you need a bowel movement to happen or you just simply it might have more food in your stomach. Um, But it could also be sodium related as well. So for food timing, do what feels good for you. Not everybody likes to eat super late. Not everybody likes to start eating super early in the day. Again, do what's going to work best for you and work best for your schedule. 
The other thing you need to do in correlation with your food schedule is your work schedule, okay? So that's going to be dictated by what are you working on, um, task-oriented, when are you taking your breaks, and I would really recommend taking like walk breaks throughout your day. So instead of just taking a break and maybe scrolling on your phone or just sitting around, I'd recommend getting outside for 10 to 15 minutes, go for a quick little walk. If you have a dog, that would be a great time to take them out to go to the bathroom. And then return back and start your workday again. Or you can even um, take a break and do some cleaning. So I know for myself, when I'm stuck at home, I will do my client check-ins. And then if I'm taking a break, it's usually cleaning dishes and putting them away or folding laundry or walking my dog Hope. So it's usually one of those things or even a combination depending on how long of a break I'm going to give myself. It's been proven that you can't work efficiently for hours on end. So if you're thinking, I'm not going to be productive if I take breaks, like newsflash, you're not productive working five hours straight in a row. So you need to check yourself there. Uh, You're going to be way more productive if you take a break roughly every two to three hours, even if it's just a 15 minute long break. Okay, so we have our meal time set. The next thing you need to focus on is spreading out your protein throughout the day. So instead of just having high protein at your, I would, I guess you could call them your core meals, like your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I recommend having protein throughout the day. So for example, at those meal times, like 9.30, 12.30, 3.30, those times that we went over, you'd want to have roughly around 15 to even upwards of 25 grams of protein. That would be like for a female and depending on what your macros are at. So let's make this simple. Let's say my macros were 100 grams of protein for the day. I would want to have 20 grams of protein at each meal. Um, Granted, I had five meals for the day. So kind of take that protein need and split it up evenly throughout the day. And what protein is going to do for you is help keep you full and keep you satiated. And it's also going to help keep your blood sugar steady so you're not going to hit any crazy low drops, which won't won't make you feeling your best. So that would be my main advice there. And I've noticed that protein sources are a little bit harder to find now. I wouldn't recommend doing your grocery shopping at Walmart or Target. Um, They're starting to become pretty bare. Now, don't get me wrong, like Walmart has great shipping um, and they get product in very quickly. But I would say now would be the time to invest in a membership-based food service. So maybe that's an online-based food service or even like a Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's, um, Whole Foods membership, okay? Now if that, I've noticed that like Costco, they have everything. They have egg whites still. They have chicken breasts. They have lots of veggies. They have lots of meats, lots of just staple products. So I would recommend looking into investing in a Costco membership to get your products in bulk, which would be smart to do if you're always getting them. So in the long run, it's going to save you money anyway. So um, get stock up on your groceries there. Now, my next piece of advice is to, if you're struggling with, you know, having this mindset around food and feeling like you're going to overeat on certain foods is hide trigger foods or inform whoever you're living with that that food is a trigger for you and or donate that food to a loved one, okay? I'm not really like a huge advocate for throwing away food, but let's say you have 
Oreos, for example. Let's say that's a trigger food for you where you're working through your workday and all you can think about is your Oreos. One thing that will help you is hiding it in the cabinet because mentally, if you don't see it when you open the cabinet, you'll forget about it. I can't tell you how many times that's happened with something in the refrigerator where I haven't been able to find it and then I realize it goes bad because I'm like, oh, I, I totally forgot that I had that in the fridge. You'll forget about it if you don't see it. So I'd recommend number one, hiding it from yourself. Number two, informing who you live with. Just be honest and don't shame them for their food choices. Let's say you live with a significant other and they're male and they have more calories that they can spend for the day. Um, don't make them feel bad for eating that. Just say like, hey, like that food right now is kind of challenging for me to eat or it's just really not in alignment with my goals and I have a hard time with moderation with that. There's no shame in that. Just say that and they should be understanding and work with you on that. Now, last thing would be just don't buy it, okay? If those foods aren't in alignment with what your goals are, don't buy it, okay? There's really no need to stock up on those things because they're not serving you um, mentally or even physically. And don't get me wrong, I love chocolate, I love ice creams, I love all that stuff. I have such a big sweet tooth. But when I used to struggle with my binge eating, I couldn't buy peanut butter because I could literally eat the whole jar in one serving. Like I could just sit down and eat the whole jar. Or there got to a point where I could eat like two to three pints of ice cream easily and I could keep going and even little things like protein bars so it could be a food that can be quote-unquote good for you and healthy but if it's still a trigger for you you have to acknowledge that call yourself out on it and say hey I can't practice moderation with this right now and that's okay this is something that I'm going to work on but obviously working from home right now is making this more of a stressor And a lot of you right now who are getting stuck in quarantine might have found that these urges to overeat were coming from the end of your workday, okay? But now you don't technically have an end of your workday, okay? And unfortunately, a lot of people are uncomfortable with being present with themselves all day long. So now, working from home, I feel like the hard thing for everyone is adjusting to being with themselves and hanging out with themselves. And of course, there's less social interaction and you're thrown off of your routine. But I think a lot of it is just you're more mindful of yourself. And it's not that you're getting hungry every hour. Um, there's a lot of people that I hear are you know stuck at home and they're like, I'm just like way more hungry now. No, okay, you're bored. Okay, there's recognize your type of hunger. You're probably just bored eating um, and you want to you know, keep yourself occupied and you can keep yourself occupied and distracted by, you know, having your phone in front of you and working, or you could have, you know, a bag of chips in front of you and be working. It can be very distracting. So another um, tip for you guys right now is to be present at your mealtime. So actually have a break. Okay. No devices out, no workout, take your time, eat your meal and let it digest. (laughs) And then you can move on to your workday or your activity, okay? There's no need to be, you know, just sitting in front of your computer to quote-unquote look busy because you're not going to be productive, okay? Take 15, 20 minutes, enjoy your meal, and move on with the day, okay? Um, 
I realized that I just kind of like scattered all over the place and was talking about protein sources. Uh, let's say your grocery store is running a little bit scarce on protein sources. This is a time when I would say it's okay to do some supplementation. I'm not against supplements, but you want to use them when you are lagging in it with your whole foods. And obviously, a lot of people are lagging with it with their whole foods right now because of the scarcity in the grocery stores. So now would be a good time to supplement in with maybe a whey protein, a vegan protein. You guys know that I love Bomar Nutrition. All of their links are down below in the description, but Bomar Nutrition makes a variety of protein-based products. So if you're falling short on protein, you guys can have the protein puffs, their protein bars, their um, Bomar butters, which I use like every single day on rice cakes or oatmeal. It's so good, you guys. Um, yeah, so you could definitely u- utilize um, a protein base. You can also gravitate towards Greek yogurt, cottage cheese. I saw plenty of that. Um, Instead of doing your chicken, you could do shrimp or white fish. I saw a lot of that in the grocery stores. Deli meats are okay. I know a lot of people are like hesitant with deli meats because of um, preservatives and or the sodium. If you go for organic, obviously it's going to be a little bit more money, Um, but then you don't really have that excuse. Um, And deli meat really isn't that bad. It's just a little bit higher in sodium. And at this point, it's more so like survival. So yes, you're going to have to temporarily make that shift until things return back to normal. And then other snacks that you can have is like beef jerky. Again, protein bars are fine. Um, Powdered peanut butter. There's a lot of protein with powdered peanut butter. So that's another source that you could utilize right now. Um, And then for vegan sources, I've seen plenty of like tofu, um, edamame. I saw a lot of that. And even doing your bean-based pasta. So chickpea pasta, edamame pasta, anything that's with a bean, that's a again, a bean-based pasta is going to be high in fiber and high in protein, which will be great right now. Okay, um, the other thing is going to be program in one thing that you're looking forward to for the day. So I do believe that your food should be enjoyed throughout the day and you should look forward to your meals. But again, you should have like one meal that kind of helps curb your craving for maybe something that's more indulgent. So this is kind of utilizing that 80-20 rule. For me, mine is ice cream. Um, Luckily here in Tampa, we have like a low carb ice cream alternative and I will buy that from the company. Um, It's called Delight. So it's just a, um, again, super low carb ice cream. And so I use that as an alternative, but let's say you guys don't have that by you. You can make like a, a protein shake, like a protein ice cream. You can do a halo top. You could do enlightened ice cream. You, I can guarantee you there is an alternative to whatever food you're craving. I've seen like protein cookie dough. I've seen like quest protein chips. Um, I've seen so many different fun foods out there that are lower calorie, better ingredients, and should be able to curb that craving for you. And the other thing too is if you do want to practice moderation with those foods that you are craving, shoot for the single serving packs, okay? Obviously, this isn't going to be very, you know, money saving. You're going to spend more because of all the packaging. But let's say you're really struggling um, with portion size with, I don't know, almonds, okay? Something super random, but I know a lot of people struggle with. If you get the 100 calorie packs of almonds, you'll be able to, again, eat that food that you really enjoy, have that moderation in place, and it's a little bit harder for you to mentally just open separate packages of that over and over and over again um, until you empty the whole container. 
The last thing too, and this is just going to be a disclaimer, if you do feel like you're struggling with binge eating and that this problem is taking over your life and filling your thoughts all day long and you have so much anxiety around food, this is when I would recommend seeking out professional help. So you can reach out to NIDA, that's the National Eating Disorders Association. Um, You can go on that website and you can fill out what's called a survey, not a survey, but it's, um, shoot, I can't think of what it's called. We're just going to call it a survey for now. Um, screening. There we go. It's called a screening. So you can fill out a screening and then they can help direct you on what disorder you might possibly have and how to get help. And the uh, one thing I want to say too is I can't diagnose you. Um, I can't tell you what sort of eating disorder you might have. All I can reference you to are resources to help you further because as a fitness professional, um, I can't help clients with their mental health on a professional level. Now, creating you know better habits around food is definitely going to help you. That's going to be a stepping stone in the right direction. But usually binge eating, if it's, again, consuming your life, it's probably rooted to something further where a licensed psychologist and therapist is going to have to help you there. But guys, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I know that this time is a really weird time for everyone, and fortunately... Um, I've been, you know, kind of living my life in quarantine, I guess, um, working from home. I don't really see too many people. I basically just go to the gym and the grocery store, sometimes a coffee shop, and sometimes I go out to dinner and that's about it. Um, I will say the one thing I definitely miss is being able to go to the beach and going to parks because some of those have been closed down here, but I've basically been pretty, um, introverted my whole life, honestly. And if you're extroverted out there, I bet you are feeling a little bit lonely. And I will say that my heart goes out to you right now. Um, One thing I am offering for Nicole Ferry Fitness is a free coaching Zoom call, and this will be happening on Friday. So how you can gain access into that call is you have to get into my private Facebook community, which this is open for anyone. Um, How you do that is you search Nicole Ferrier's FitFam. If you guys don't know how to spell my name, you can find that down below in the description. But get in that Facebook group. Again, I'm having Zoom meetings, which is basically a big conference meeting and just touching base of everyone, answering any questions that you guys might have. Um, I'm thinking about maybe like scheduling like a cooking tutorial or something on it, but I want to keep everyone connected. And maybe let's say you aren't even wanting to do that. Just make sure that you're staying connected to your loved ones, calling them up and more importantly, getting them face to face through some sort of like FaceTime or again, the Zoom meetings to, you know, see their face because that's really going to help you during this time. But I hope that these episodes are helpful for you guys. Again, Beyond the Bikini Radio is a free podcast, and the only way that we can grow is through ratings and reviews. So make sure that you take some time on iTunes to leave Beyond the Bikini a rating and a review. I would love that. Love that so much. Um, again, make sure you guys check check out my Instagram at Nicole Fair Fitness. There you can see more live workouts and at-home workouts. If you guys are struggling right now, missing the gym, trust me, I'm missing it a ton right now. Um, but those workouts will definitely keep you busy and keep you progressing during this time. And yeah, guys, leave Beyond Bikini rating and review. Make sure you tag me on Instagram if you found that this episode was helpful for you. And I hope that you all stay healthy, stay strong, and don't forget to wash your hands. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. 
Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.